This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning and welcome to Consignment Heroes. We hear live the Zoomer Plaques shooting for the next about... 55 minutes. Uh, we are. This show is all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. And this is Consignment Heroes. I'm here with my dad, Paul Kenny. I'm Bogart Kenny. And this is a live call-in show all about stuff. It's what you do with the stuff. It's also what you do with the stuff. So when we're talking about stuff, we're talking about China, we're talking about <laughs> comics, records, old toys, lamps, silver, sports memorabilia, like any type of memorabilia you can possibly think of, jewelry, Royal Dalton, sewing stuff, advertising, diecast cars, the list goes on. It doesn't stop. Anything that could possibly have a value, we can give it a value. Even if it has a little value, it's there. Just mm-hmm. don't, don't ever forget about that. If you do want to call in now, we are taking your phone calls live. The number here right now is 416-360-0740. Again, always at the top of the show, we always tell you, get a pen, get a paper. We have a lot of information. We have our store coming up. We have other events coming up next week. We have guests on the show all the time. We we always have things going on, so pay attention. Get a pen and paper. We have a lot to give you. The number right now to call in is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. I feel like you're pretty eager to say something today. No, I had a great morning this morning. Why, why is that? I sat in bed and I watched You Can't Take It With You, the Frank Capra film with Jimmy Stewart. You know how, Jimmy, sure. besides Humphrey Bogart, Jimmy Stewart is probably my second favorite movie star. Okay. I just like the movies he was in, the attitude he had, just how he did stuff. Okay. And it was just such a good story. You Can't Take It With You. It's a, it's it's a movie about stuff and how people are important stuff. It's a movie about stuff. How fitting. You really set the mood this morning. No, but it was I know that a lot of our listeners out there have seen this movie and they'd love to see it again. And every time you see it, it either brings a smile it brings both a smile to your face and a tear to your eye. A broad tear to my eye at the end of that movie again. And I've seen it before and I just it's just one of those movies that makes you feel good. And it's just about, it's a case of people being important, your friends are important, and stuff is just stuff. Well, you have Even right. though we're in the stuff business. <clears throat> well, you clearly, you know, if it brings stuff, brings a tear to your eye, there's clearly no, some no. sort of passion there. No, it was the people. <clears throat> but I was also going through the movie saying, I've got, I've sold one of those, I got that. They had all sorts of neat props in because it, it was done in the 30s. So the movie was an inventory list for you? Yes, it was done, the, uh, sorry, it was done after the war. Yeah. No, it was just Gene Arthur um, and uh, Lionel Barrymore. Just there's just these character actors could really do, really put the message up. And and I know our listeners out there, they're they're going to think about this movie. And they're going to remember scenes out of it, and it says, "Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that that brought a smile to my face." Okay, 
But we're also going to talk. I didn't make it to Aberfoyle this morning at six o'clock, but the Aberfoyle Antique Market is this is their first Sunday out there. Okay. Now they're going to be from now until October, every Sunday from uh, eight o'clock until four o'clock. You can go to the end. They've got like a hundred dealers there. There's uh there's ones ones that come out just once in a while, and they've got permanent dealers there. And between them, my friend at Clappison's Corners, which is just down on Highway Six by the Dinosaurs, and uh, the Southworks Antique Mall. If you are looking for antiques, you got to go west of Toronto. Yeah, uh, so. The best shops and the best opportunities are west of Toronto, and they're all very close to each other because um, Cambridge is just beyond uh, Highway Six. And the, uh, my other two buddies are both on Highway 6. One's just north of 401. The other one's just south of the 401. Well, there's always a good thing I always thought of. It's like if you think of how far they are from Toronto, think about how much real estate costs in Toronto. So it's like they're not paying all those overhead costs. Oh, no, so no, they're no. not paying the expensive rent. They're not paying all those expensive employees. They're out there because they want to get you your best dime for your... Well, do you know who's going to be there this week? And I know the people who are out there this morning were dealers from Toronto... Uh, are going out there buying at the cheap price so that they can sell it for a high price in Toronto. Okay, that's what they're doing. Or they go to my my friend in Clapperson's Corners got some. It's got the best antique shop owned by one owner in the in the Ontario. This Clapperson's Corners is the best. The difference between that is that um, Southworks Antique Mall is a mall with a hundred odd dealers there, and there you've got everyone competing for your dollar. Now, the difference in that and Aberfoyle Antique Market is you get to deal with the people right there because they're all out there. That's their booth. They only have the one Sunday to get your money, and they're going to try and get it from you. And they have lots of nice stuff there. But it's open today. It started at 6 o'clock. Today was the first day and next week. And there's also going to be a special Saturday show that we'll have Doug back on, and he'll tell us all about the Saturday show probably next week or the week after. Okay, so if you do want to look into that stuff, or you want to even bring your stuff down there, they'll buy stuff from you usually at those shows no, too, No, right? we no, we want to buy it. We want to buy it? Okay, we want to buy it too. Okay, so well, <laughs> if you do everything about stuff, you know, anything I was talking about before, advertising, diecast cars, signs, old cars, sports memorabilia, TV signs, you know, the works. It's, it's... You know, if if it's sitting there, like we have so many things in this room in front of me right now that could possibly have a value too. So if you're sitting there and you're look, looking at like this, what? Well, it's not just the value, Bogart. It's that well, we no, help, some, some people are people. just curious of like, you know, what could this be worth? Yeah, they may never want to hand it down. They may never want to sell it or whatever the case is. But it's like at least they'll have an idea of another person's value of what it's worth. Because it might have been sitting there for 80 years in their house. And mm-hmm. they're like, you know what? I never want to move it. I don't really. I only ask friends what it's worth, and they might not know what it's worth. But I go back to it. There's no roof racks on a hearse. You can't take it with you. Sometimes there's no you, who? No roof racks on a hearse. Oh, okay. You can't take it with you. That was that, because that movie this morning. Weren't you listening to the first part of this show? I didn't, I didn't catch that line. Okay. Okay, again, if you do want to call in now, we are doing a, the next about almost hour about stuff. The number is 416-360-0740, and the toll-free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. 740 Let's go to the phone lines. Um, we're going to go to Diane in Pickering. Hello? Hi, hi, Diane. Oh, hi there, folks. Thanks for taking my call. Okay, I have two silk maps from World War II. I have no idea what they're worth, and I would also like to have them framed. Don't know what to do about it. One is 21 by 18, 
The other one is 25 by 19, and there's not they're not damaged in any way. What what where are they from the European front or from uh, Pacific or where are they from? Well. The front of one says northern Italy. No, 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 no. I meant the front. Sorry. <laughs> Which battles were they from? What what area are they from? The maps of what are they? Well, in Italy. Italy. Okay. Northern Italy, southern Italy on the front and back. Well, ones on the front, ones on the back, and there's an, quite a large insert in the big one at, that says at the bottom Swiss frontier. Oh, Swiss frontier. Okay. But it's Italy. That's basically the map of Italy on the front and the back. Okay. And the front says northern Italy, and the back says southern Italy. Yeah, now these are maps. Now, if they're made out of cloth, you say silk? They're silk. Now, these are, is there drawings on them or anything, any markings on them that they were used in the battles? Or are they, what kind of shape are they in? Uh, they're in perfect shape, in my opinion. I mean, they're not frayed, they're not stained, they're not ripped. There's nothing the matter with them. No, I want to know if they're used in the battle. It's like sometimes they'll have marks in them that'll say this was used in such and such a battle. And that, oh. uh, that gives... Remember, this is what we go... We're all, sometimes you have the value of something, but then you have how it was used or the story behind it. And I'm always talking about that on, uh, on here, that um, tell the story or know what it is. A lot of people, if they're buying the map from you, they want to know it was used in such and such a battle. That has their grandfather maybe was uh, killed in that battle, or he won a special medal in that battle. So they want to buy that. You have a uh, person who really wants to buy that map as a piece of memorabilia. Now, they were in the family. How did you get them? They were my father's. He was in World War II, and uh, I had no idea of the significance of them. I've had them lying around for years. I used to use them as doilies, and I've thrown them in the washing machine, ironed them, and then in later years, I came across You've them. done everything you could to destroy these maps. Okay. Pardon me? You've done everything you can to destroy these maps. Well, I have, and and now in in my mature years, I've discovered... These are something my children would love, and I would love to frame them, but I don't know what if there are any value. I thought for my inheritance, when I leave them to my family, I'd kind of like to know who's getting what. Okay. On these maps here, they don't show up that often. Now, this is why I need to have a little bit more information, but they could be up to $1,000, $500 for a map like this. Um, I'd like to see pictures of them before you do any more washing or cleaning or try to, or try to destroy them. How what, the size of them? I believe these are map. These would be officers' battle maps. Um, I have a person I can call on this and get an exact eva- evaluation of them uh, because they are special. Um, if you're going to hand them down, and you should maybe have them uh, an official appraisal on, or at least tell the story. If you're going to hand it down to your grandkids or kids, you want them to know that their grand their grandfather was in this battle um, and. Uh, and the significance of it and the story of it and anything that he told you about it. Okay. Oh, silk maps. I don't remember the last time I seen one of those. No, no, you don't see them that often. Because well, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't see, remember yeah. the last time I seen one of those. Yeah, so <laughs> it'll depend on if it was in Italy and uh, these are w, uh, World War II maps. Um, so. They're usually several hundreds of dollars and up to more depending on the significance of the battles or where they were used. And especially you'll probably, you, your, your father had... Uh, uh, medals or um, any other paperwork, you want to know which ones where he was involved with the war. Okay, so I guess okay. that's, that's the Put the whole story together. Don't if, Even if you sell the maps, 
get all the w, the World War II stuff together, like his picture, uh, what what uh, company he was in, um, even if you have any newspaper clippings on something like this. Framing it, though, I'm going to say this, and the framing, you're going to do, you have to do the archival stuff. You want to make it so they don't fade over time, okay? So you're going to have to do some work on that, but it's going to cost you a pretty penny. I've got a friend up at Golden Eagle up in um, Stouffville who does the, that kind of framing. Okay. I don't know if that helps you, well, no, okay? That, 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 yeah, so like that's well, at least you can do something about it. Like, but if you're going to sell the maps, don't frame them. I am not going to sell them. I want okay. to leave them to my family because they're very interested in things like that. Okay. And uh, I had no idea what value they were because... Uh, you hate, you know, you would hate to give somebody something that's worth a lot of money and then another member of the family something. That oh, no, that's what we can do. If you send me off pictures during the week and I say, my friend, the Golden Eagle, you're going to have to have them framed specially. And do you have medals or anything like that to go with them? Uh, there are a lot of medals, but my oldest son has all of those and I have no idea what they are. And I do not believe my father was in any battle. Okay. I, I I don't believe he was in any. But he got medals. If he got the medals, you know something. You're going to have to call me back. But I'm here's my advice on this. Is even before you find out the price, we're going to have. I think this is going to be worth more as a total package when you put the medals, the maps, and any other paperwork you have together and tell a whole story. You'll get more if you're going to pass it down to the family. They'll appreciate it more, and you should tell them now about this. Okay. Thank you very much for the call. Well, there you go. That's information. And the, but I didn't give her value yet, but I'd like to see it. Uh, you did. Can, you said a few hundred and up. No, no, but I'd like to, I think it could be thousands if it's if, with a lot of medals. She says a lot of medals. This is generally more than four. So there could be specialty medals there. Military medals, the, there's the common ones that you get, bars of four. But once you get past that and you get five, six, ten medals, it always ends up being a lot, a lot of money. Well, okay, if you have something like that and we didn't give you a good, accurate description on the show, you can always bring it to our, sh- our store. Our store is in Richmond Hill. We're at 10,341 Young Street. We're just uh, north of Major McKenzie and Young Street. And we- I'd like this lady to send me up a picture to sales at Toronto Gold Silver. You didn't talk about having a pen and paper ready today. Well, I did. Yes, I, I did. Three times. Okay. So if you, it, it, again, though, like we, our number's there. You can Google us. We can visit our store. You can, there's so many venues, the ways that you can get in touch with us that, you know, if, even if you haven't yet, you can just wait. This, we'll tell you the show. We'll tell you next show. We'll keep, we'll t- keep telling you when it is. But yeah. you can always get in contact with us about any type of appraisals, any prices when it comes to gold and silver. We'll give you live to the minute gold and silver prices of what your value is worth. You can call technically right now. You can call any time. If, so, if you're about to sell it, we'll tell you what it's worth. Okay. But right now. But we didn't just now. No, we didn't. We'll do, we'll do a little bit later. But if you do want to call in now, we are taking phone calls, and this show is all about stuff. We hear the consignment heroes, and the number right now to contact us for the next about 40 minutes, the number is 416-360-0740. Again, that's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 740 Do you want to say something before the next call? Yes, yeah, because I want to talk about the Sports Card Expo that we're going to be at next weekend. Next weekend, okay, they'll have to wait a minute. Just have to wait because okay. I've been excited about this all day. We're going to be there next weekend with the Sports Card Expo. And guess who's going to be there? Ric Flair is going to be there. For all kinds of people, like Ric Flair is a wrestler. <coughs> Joe Theismann, Joe to the Throat Theismann is going to be there. Phil Esposito 
from the 72. You can actually go, get up close with your heroes, get their autograph, even ask them a question. They're going to be wandering around. You'll be able to talk to them. There is on the site, of, you can go to Sports Card Expo, and it'll give the guests, and you can find out the times that they're there. Okay? Like, okay, everyone's talking about uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. His senior father is going to be at this show. Oh, he's going to be there too? Yes. It's worth it just to see him. He's never, I don't think he's ever done an appearance in Canada. We also have Robbie Alomar and Steve Rogers, if you're still, remember Robbie? That's, but all three hulls are going to be there. All three hulls. Dennis Hall, Bobby Hall, Brad Hall, okay, and Frank Mahalvich, the big M. I think he's been on this show. Do you have a nickname for everybody? No, but it's speak. Mike Palmatier, I don't have one. Palmy. Bernie Nichols, <laughs> Billy Harris, Paul Henderson, who scored the 72 goal. And someone called me this week, and they I don't know if they're teasing me. I almost hate it sometimes when they call up. She has tickets for the games in Russia, okay? Like? The ticket stubs. The ticket stubs from Russia. Well, I offered $1,000 for game eight. She doesn't know if she has eight. But even the other ones are worth money because there wasn't that many people who went to Russia. But 72, these ticket stubs are very rare. And But they said, oh, I've got them, but they're not going to sell them to me. So it's almost like teasing me. Well, yeah, but it's just cool to see something like that. No, but Paul Hanson can get some signed. We'll have, there's the goal. Uh, where he's actually that painting, that famous painting where he's uh, scoring the goal. Uh, he'll be he'll be signing that. You got Willie O'Ree, the flat, first black player to play in the NHL. And we have Kerry Piper and Vicky Sun O'Hara. These are fan appreciation. The first autographs are free, and they're from uh, Team Canada, the women's. We've got Wilf Paymont, and we'll be there. So, and people, you're going to see more sports stuff. And it's like, I think it's about, it's got to be 50,000 square feet. If I get to talk to uh, Steve, um, Steve will tell me, like, I know there's going to be a, a, all the top hockey dealers in the country are going to be at this show. It's May, it is May, May 3rd, 4th, and 5th, all three days. If you want to get there early on Friday, some of the best stuff, but Saturday and Sunday are still good. You should check with their, their site. You can go to, just go on to, on the internet. If you put in Sports Card Expo for 2019, it'll bring you up, and then you can go see the guests, and you can see what time the guests are there. Like, I mean, we've watched these guys, I don't know how many times. I've got one picture of Bobby Hall that I want to get signed. It's just, it's just, uh, he was a hero when I was a kid, and I just want to get a sign. I'm going to get, I got Frank Mahovich's rookie card. I'm going to get him to sign it. I got Bobby Hall's rookie card. I'm going to get him to sign it. And I'm a fan. A lot of people don't realize this. I'm actually still a fan. Okay, and I'm going to enjoy myself there, uh, meet a lot of old friends that have been dealing over the years, and a lot of clients who are buying and selling uh, sports and sports memorabilia. But like I say, they've got people for wrestling. They have non-sport cards, everything there. And I say, if you want to find out what some stuff is worth, that's the place. Okay, so that's that's something that you can, uh, you said the 4th, 5th, and 6th, the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So yeah. You can, well, we'll give you some more information on that after. You can always uh, check that out. They, they have their website as well. If you can't get home, call us at our store, 905-737-4653, and we will forward on the information to you. Yes, but right now, we're taking your phone calls live. The number is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 866 740 4740 and more of your phone calls when we get back.
Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're here on this lovely morning slash afternoon. It is still nice. It's one of those nice days. Usually, you know, it doesn't look so nice outside, but today is different. It's, it's, you know, I know it's, when I get home, I'm going to have the honeydew list. Gardening. You don't garden. I, I don't know. know who I, you're no, kidding. I, like I don't know garden. how many people you're telling that you do that, but you don't. Um, okay. We're going to go to Dane in Hamilton. Hey, Dane. Hello. Hi, welcome to the show. Hi, morning. What do you got for us today? Well, I'm glad you said that some of your best stuff can be found west of Toronto because I'm phoning from Hamilton. <laughs> I do a lot of business in Hamilton. It's got a, there's a lot of heritage, a lot of, because one of the older cities where people are born and uh, they live there and they die there. You know, it's a good city. It's a, people in, enjoy their lives there. They're not, you know, caught up with everything in Toronto, even though Toronto's starting to creep out over there. Well, you sound like, Paul, you sound and I, you sound like you're the same age as I am, perhaps, because you mentioned Bobby Hall, being a big fan of Bobby Hall and the Big M, Frank Mahovlich. I went yep. to the uh, Stanley Cup parade back in 1967 when the last time the Leafs were winning the Stanley Cup. Yeah, yeah. Well, Do you yeah. have the program? I have a program, but I was going to get to that in a second, but not from that deck, from that deck. I left from the following decade. In 1972, I have a Canada-Russia 1972 TV program. Yeah, they go for $25, $30. The game ones go for, they made a lot of them. The main ones that we get a lot of money for are the ones in Russia, because how many people went to Russia? How many people brought them back? You know what I mean? Because they would just leave them there. This is a case of rarity, and a lot of people, uh, that 72 series, it's very important to people collecting, and, and there are a lot of passionate people, you know, who, uh, who want to collect everything to do with that. Uh, but 67, that program. I know. There's a ticket stub out there that I've been offering $800 just for. It's not a stub, actually. It's a complete ticket. I've only heard about it, but I've never actually seen it. Someone, it's a friend of a friend, says this guy's got this ticket. And I said, well, I'll pay $800 for it. And if it was a stub, it's only worth three, four. But 67, that's the last game. And if you have the last program, programs surprise people what they're worth. Like if you had when Daryl Sittler scored his 10 points, that's a big program. The night that uh, the last game that Tim Horton played—that's a big program, you know. But what? What? Sorry, I—I I, I interrupted you. What have you? What else do you have? I got some other stuff. I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish yeah. big. So I'll give you the big finish at the end here. Okay. But the other stuff is some early be- and late Beatles albums and LPs, Rolling Stones, that kind of era. Yep. Coins, Very collectible right now. All kinds of coins. Remember the 1950s Lionel train sets? Yeah. Got one of those. Now, here comes the big finish, because you said you had a sports card expo that you're going to be going to. I think it was at the beginning of May, your son yep. said. Yep, yep. 
right. How about a Mickey Mantle card and not one but two Babe Ruth cards? Ooh. And Ooh. a Wayne Gretzky 1977 card from when he was playing in the Sioux, with the Sioux Greyhounds. Um, but the Sioux Greyhound card was made after the fact. That's what we call a broder. Um, it's not as good. But the, the Mantle, what year is the Mantle from? I'd have to go down and check. I don't have it right in front of me. It was number 311 from 52. I can usually tell what number what it is. Yeah. But I'd be more than... Now, those kind of cards, though, I would buy them or we can do them on consignment, but what we have to do with them is get them graded. When If someone is, is following us on live streaming, I'm showing a graded card right now. And this Sometimes I don't... I, I'm maybe wrong, too slow at explaining it. The graded card, this card that I've got in my hand is a Jill Mirage from 1967. Um, it would be normally be worth about fifteen twenty dollars. As a grade seven, grade eight, it's worth around two hundred dollars because people buy them as what we call slabbed and graded cards. Okay, if your mantle, like a fifty two mantle, um, my it's going to cost about a thousand fifteen hundred dollars to grade if you had one, but it can be worth up to a million dollars. One actually sold for three million, and they're. The thing is, and a lot of people don't realize, and I talk about people have lottery uh, winners and tickets in their basement. These, t- these 1952 mantles were distributed in Canada. Okay. I've handled, I don't know, 30, 40 of them over the years. In fact, I have a, at one time I had seven of them, but they were selling for a little bit less of the time. But they're, they're rare, but they're not that rare in Canada. So people have them, don't even think about it. And they'll, uh, a 52 set um, will sell for, $100,000 the rest of the set. But the 52 Mantle is a very, very special card, and it has to be graded. And you have to be graded by PSA, uh, not and not any of the ones, not any of the grading companies in Canada. Not that they're, they're just not good enough at it, because the reason people use third-party grading is that um, it, it authenticates the card and authenticates the grade. This is very, very important. But if you have... Uh, like I say, Mantles and the Babe Ruth. If they're Babe Ruth from the '30s, do you know, or are the ones they're from... not right in front of my, they're in my hands, but they're not. They're not. They're okay. Not in my hands, but I could have to go down and check. But what I need to do is, could I leave my name with your screen or yes. address and have you come out and take a look at these? That I might even do that today, um, uh, Sebastian. So we'll. So Sebastian. what we'll do is we'll we'll tell you to hold on the line. Um, we'll take your information off air. And then uh, we can get in contact with you after the show. Does that sound good? That sounds good, but today's not the best day, but I would oh, yeah. appreciate if you could get in contact with me. We can figure something out. So just hold on the line, and we'll get our producer to get your information. Okay. I'd love it to be a 52. Uh, thank, thanks for the call. That, that Well, that'd be really good. But uh, like, No, you know, no, I'm, but I'm happy because the, the client can make money, and we can make money. Okay, that's how that works with that. With something like that, if it's a million-dollar card, there's money around for people to make some money. Definitely, a million-dollar card. Um, we're going to go to uh, Pamela and Clinton. Hello. Hi, Pamela. Hi. Welcome to Consignment Heroes. Where's Clinton? Uh, well, you're talking about west of Toronto. We are on Lake Huron. You're we, really west. Wow, we're okay. getting everybody you know out where there. where Goddard <laughs> is? Grand Band? Brussels, Ontario? Uh, Brussels was just south of Brussels and a little bit uh, to the west. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think there was Ten anything. Ten miles nothing. inland from the uh, Lake Huron. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Bayfield is the, uh, the Bayfield and Godridge are the two big places closest. Um, north of London, but yep. yes, the far west. So I have uh, maps. We were talking about maps earlier. I have a set of um, maps and books. They're from the 1880s, 1870, 1871. 
uh, maps. These are old High German. What what they're written in is High German. Yeah. There are about twenty five maps in the series in the one book. Um, Stadler maps. I, yeah, what year are they from? Eighteen fifties or eighteen eighties? Eighteen seventy, and okay. they are from the I believe the Franco Prussian War. The book titles are Der Deutsch Französisch Krieg. 25, and there's some a little bit smaller, but essentially they're two by three feet. They're maneuvers maps, which we're just yeah, trying to they're maneuvers testing. maps from 1870. Now, I've just got one pulled out here, and it's actually marked for the date. Read, I don't read German, but this is my translation. The 2nd of the... The, sec, the second of 19th of September, 1870, on this particular one that I'm looking at right now. Now, these would be actually... Now, but here's a case where you're dealing with us, and you know, Bogart and I went over to um, Austria for a yeah. um, house call. These have, will probably have to be sold in Europe. That's okay. what I was hoping to donate them to a museum in, in you know, Sargemein, Saarbrücken, Strasbourg, someplace that's, yeah, probably uh, German or Franco-Prussian war history museum. Okay. Now, but I would find out the value of them first, um, because if they have them, they might have them. They still might have a lot of value. Uh, if they're unique, yes, then you'd want to do that. But then there's two ways of donating. One is to get someone else to buy them and donate them. You get the cash, they get the do- and they get the tax write-off, and you get to donate them and feel good about it. The other way is just to flat-out donate them, and then you just feel good about it. Um, I refuse to donate to people who have more money than I do, so the museum <laughs> might actually pay you money for them too, Okay. Now, it all depends. Money's not the be-all and end-all. You just want to find, you want to get these into a good home. That's right. Or I now, really here's like the to see them not go to a dumpster someday, you know? I need, no, no. They need to go someplace where people can appreciate the history of them. But here's the other problem. I'm going to say this because I've seen it happen. People donate, and even people donate to the Hockey Hall of Fame here. Now, the Hockey Hall of Fame is a great institution here, but sometimes the stuff goes the, into the vaults and never gets seen again. Yeah. And if you put it into a collector's hands... Sometimes they'll pay you the money, and they'll display it, and it'll be enjoyed, okay? That's probably not – and sometimes these museums who you donate to, they run out of room to keep all the things that people donate to them, so they have to actually sell off some of the stuff, okay? So I'm just saying there are different ways about going this, but I'd love you to call me during the week on this, and I have someone who will even get you the right – I actually have a person who deals in um, German memorabilia – from Europe, and uh, we can uh, do something with this, okay? okay? If you call me during the week. So our, our number for the store is 905-737-4653. That's uh, 905-737-4653. And we're in Richmond Hill, 10341 Young Street, unit number two. If you do want to bring that in. 905 
And uh, we will we'll be, like I'm saying, if you want to bring it into the store, we will be there um, usually from Monday to Saturday. And you can always call the store just ahead of time to make sure that they're there. Uh, if you want to call just to get a little bit better ad, uh, information of where the actual store is, we're south of the wall. So we're in yeah. that plaza, south of the wall. That's so. another interesting item. That know. is. Well, hopefully she'll, hopefully she'll bring it in. You know, uh, we'll, we'll see if she brings it in or not. We give a lot of information of where our store is. So okay. uh, we're going to go to uh, Chris in Toronto. Hey, Chris. Hey, I'm here. Hey, welcome to the um, show. Yeah, so I've been a collector for many years, and I recently did an estate clean-out where I gathered, gathered some things, and I came across these 1937 political diplomatic uh, license plates, the uh, red and white ones. They're a matching pair, and they're mint. I want wow. to know a little more about those. Holy cow. What? Is this Stump Paul Day? Yeah, I don't even know. Like I've never. No, no, seen... people collect license plates. They're no, no, 19... but I know. The... Are they Canadian? But I'm about the... The yeah, they're from Ontario, actually. But Dip- the uh, thing that makes these special is, is that like when a, po- a politician's license plate, it's like the uh, red and white ones. They're actually those, so they belong to some uh, diplomat from 1937. That's the only thing I don't know what diplomat they belong to, but I feel like those still got to be some kind of a rare plate. If I had them, if I, without doing the research, if I couldn't find who they belong to, the very least I'd put on is two fifty for the pair, three hundred dollars. Oh, wow. And I don't care. You know, somebody will say oh, that's too much. And I'll say go find another one. Exactly. You know, there's sometimes. Else, pardon? No, I'm like exactly because where else are you going to find a matching pair of diplomatic plates from that long ago? Wait, can, can, no, no, can there, you there those? There are, but no, you can't use them. Oh. But I know that. I would hold out for my money on that. This is where I'm going on a little bit off. You're not going to find this stuff on eBay and stuff like that. And if I had in my store, that's what I put them out for. And uh, and I just stick to my guns. You know, wow. I might put three to take two fifty, but I really hate doing that. I even hate doing when someone comes in they and I offer four hundred for something. They say, "Will you give me four fifty? I, I stick to my price. I always try. I always pay try and pay as much as I can, and I try and put on what I think is a fair price. And yep. if diplomatic. There's enough people who'd want those, and yeah. I think people who collect license plates, diplomats who would be here collecting a bit of history, uh, and there's the off chance they belong to someone really, really important. Exactly. That's the only thing I haven't been able to uh, research yet. I don't know if there is a way to, um, re- like, I don't know where they could run those old license plates. Now, wait a minute. Now, here's what i got to ask as well. Now, you yeah. know, sometimes when I'm going into a house and I find something unusual like that, my ears perk up and my eyes start looking all over the place because if they have that, what else do they have? What else was oh, yeah. in this house? I actually managed to get a lot of stuff. The house there came from a uh, 95-year-old. Her husband died in the late 70s, and she recently was going into a nursing home, but she was still alive. And practically, this house looked like the last maybe 60 to 70 years didn't happen. I came across <laughs> Things like canning jars from the 70s. Yeah, no, this is late. cool stuff. You know something? You should have called me. I'd like to get been here at the beginning of the story. But this is what Bogart and I do, but you beat us to it on this. But now you want to know what to do with this stuff. Have you sold it all or well, you still have well, it? Well, no. Like, the thing is, a, a lot of the times people don't know if they want to sell it or not. That's a problem. So it's like, if you want to bring, that's why we always tell people to bring stuff into the store, because we want to buy it from them. That you don't you don't say like oh you know are you willing to sell like, don't he's got us. a whole house we'll have to go there well okay go there then so like like you you know where to contact us our, our again we just said that where our store is ten thousand three forty one Young Street unit number two in Richmond Hill um Wonderful. we or the, and the number is nine zero five seven three seven four six five three because it seems like this guy has a lot of stuff 
and uh, we'd have to go there and check it out. No, but that's where I do sometimes. If I see something like that, I want to see what else is there because it might be something you think is something else, but really this is what it is. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay, go to the next so call. We've got to keep going to the calls. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Diane and uh, Alveston. Alveston. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Simon Heroes. Thank you. I have a basically complete set of Makuni China that the, the set is called Ballet. And I cannot find it online whatsoever or anything to find any replacement pieces I need, like a the gravy bowl. Did or you go to replacements like um, in the states? It's called replacements out of north, north or South Carolina. I think it's North Carolina, uh, Greensboro. I'm trying to think the exact spot. But if you go into replacements online, I use them even for finding out. Here's how I use them: I find out what they're charging for something, and then I charge less. Okay, but they have virtually everything. You can and go what? in there. Makuni Chan is not that collectible, but there will okay. be some. If you want to get replacement pieces, if you can't find it replacements, um, they might not exist. It's one of those places ah. that their their warehouse is about 300,000 square feet, and it's 40, 30 feet high of china, glass, and silverware. Okay, this, and what's the name of their site? It's called Replacements. I can't, We were the largest supplier from Canada for China, because we have a lot of good China up in Canada, mainly right. our English brands, and we were bringing it down there. Um, they don't advertise on my show or stuff, but um, they, they are expensive. I was but on replacements.com, and I could not find that set. I don't I don't like your chances, and we're, we're about to find out how you handle disappointment, because oh, I can't well, help you on this one now. Then. Say la vie, whatever. I okay. was hoping, but no big deal. Yeah, how old, like, I know it's older than me. How old? Probably 30s. Did it say made in China, made in Japan, or just Japan? Japan. Yeah, it's probably between eighteen. It's uh, probably between eighteen ninety and nineteen twenty. Okay. 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 So if it said made in Japan, it's a different era. It's after nineteen twenty. Okay, so it's pre nineteen twenty then. I believe so. Without saying. Okay. It. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for your assistance. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Um, I gave a giant plug to replacements. <laughs> okay. Uh, we do have Rick on the line. Oh, Rick, so how we'll you get, doing? We'll get to Rick. And then, okay. Hey, Rick. Hi, how you doing, guys? Oh, we didn't think we'd get you. It's been a bad, crowded show today. Bogart's about well, to give out the good. I've been listening to it. I've been out and about, and uh, I'm in between showings, as a matter of fact, so I'm glad we connected. So you're how working? What? Yeah. So I'm not lying when I say you're working. Days. Okay. And, and, well, you know what, right? But it is a beautiful day, and uh, like I've said many times, people are feeling good nowadays, so it's a great time to lift your house. Yes, it's a great time to call me. It's a great time to take advantage of my free in-home uh, valuation and my consultation. Give it's the a number. Great time to call me, and let's get to your house and uh, see what we can do to get it sold. I know, and we have to make it make it in position, getting condition that it can be sold. What's your number again? I haven't got it here. It's four, it's four one six. Yeah. Two five eight three nine seven two. I'm going to re- uh, repeat that, 416-258-3972. People are feeling good. The market is moving. Uh, and with this weather, people are in the mood to buy. So we should be taking advantage of that. We yeah. should be getting into people's homes. And, yes, like you said, telling them what they need to do to get more money for it. And usually the number one thing is is to declutter. Yeah. Um, that is the, my number one rule. It's the cheapest thing somebody can do. And if they need help doing it, you guys are there to help them out. Yeah. Well, also decluttering and timing. Like right now, I bet you, I bet you thousands of people out today looking at buying houses. 
Yes. Because it's the first weekend they get out there. Either that or they're like me, have to go home and do garden work. But, okay. Yes, or, or like you, have to go home and do garden work, of course. <laughs> yeah, no. But on the way going home, you'll probably pull off somewhere and look at some houses if, if that's what you're in the market uh, for. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, a nice day to do open houses because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the traffic's out there. Yeah, people I are see. buying. Yeah. Well, this is a good thing. No, people feel good about stuff right now. Yeah, people are feeling good about, like, they're they're feeling good about the economy. They're feeling good about money. Mm-hmm. They're feeling good. And like I say, there's a lot of nice houses out there, but they yeah. are a little bit of money. But yes. real estate keeps on going up, doesn't it? Real estate keeps going up. And, uh, you know, we're here to help people to try to get the most they can for their houses as well. Because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times people, they'll get a house and maybe it'll sit there for a while or whatever. And because maybe maybe their agent hasn't advised them as to what the property to do with the property. Uh, whereas, you know, again, people should take advantage of my free in-home consultation. I'm always available. They can call me anytime. Okay. Uh, you know, even if they're not selling now and they're thinking about selling a little bit down the road, you know, because sometimes it takes a bit of time to get things ready. And that's why it's a good idea, even just to give us a call, get in there, get an idea. And like you said, even if it's a second or third opinion, although my opinion, I have to tell you most times when I get in there, people like, uh, like what they hear. So, and with me, they're getting a whole, a whole team behind them as well. So time is on your side as long as you use it right. That's the best way. Now, they can call us at our store, and we'll always be able to get a hold of you, Rick. Or give me your number sure. again, just in case someone it missed it. They were, they were squats, going around the house looking for a pen for and a paper. Pen. Yeah. <laughs> What's it's, your number? Uh, 416-258-3972. Go out there and sell another house. How's that? Absolutely. Thank, Thank you, Rick. Thanks for Have joining us. Thank you. Um, what do you say? Well, we're going to a break, and then we come back to the uh, the gold and silver prices and give our phone number. Okay. So uh, if you do want to call us now, we have another, about another 10, 15 minutes. If you want to get it in, just get it in soon. The number to contact us now is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 740 And we'll be right back. Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them, so should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com. And be a hero like me. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We are here live at the Zoomerplex taking your phone calls all about stuff. If you missed the first 46 minutes of the show, you missed a lot. Yeah, we went through a lot. What? 
Number one, number one moment for the show is coming up. Yeah, it's coming up. We'll we have drum roll. No, we, we don't, don't have drum we rolls, don't have do time. We? No, no, no. We have no, 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 no. No, we okay, have phone calls to first, and no. then we'll get to the gold and silver prices. Okay, we'll okay. throw it in after. Okay, we have a full board here. People need to talk. People need no, to get appraisals. Our show is about stuff. Okay, the gold and silver prices they'll always remain the same. Okay, the callers won't always be able to call in. The show ends in about thirteen minutes. You just lost a caller. No, we didn't. Okay, we're gonna go to uh, Peter in Toronto. Hey Peter. Oh, good. Good morning. It's still morning. Okay. Good morning. Okay. Um, my brother has uh, a couple of American gold coins. Okay. From 1913. Now, uh, I don't know uh, what would be worth more, either the the value of the, because uh, gold, 1913 gold coins are rare. No, back then there was a lot. They were they were melted after the what uh, in 1933. A lot of American gold was melted then, but they're generally treated as bullion unless you they have to be in really nice shape or be a good mint mark. But it depends on their size. If it's um, twenty dollars, which is called double eagle, that's point nine six seven five of an ounce of gold in that. They're only ninety percent gold. There's also you got your eagles, which are half ounce, and down the line. So it depends on which size you have. But 1913, you remember back then, gold was real money. If you actually had to pay, so countries paid their debts in gold. They paid them American dollars, these eagles, or they paid them in paid their money in sovereigns. Um, but there's still gold, so do not be don't feel bad about it. 1913, it, it all comes down now to what we were talking about earlier on the show. Is you almost have to get them slabbed. If they're in really good shape, then you have to get them graded. And sometimes it's not worth it. If you're only going to get fifty dollars more or $75 more, and it costs you $35 to grade it, it's not worth doing, okay? This is where you have to use us when we tell you what to, what you should be grading, what you shouldn't be grading, what you can sell, and whether something is what we call new, has a numismatic value or just the gold value on it. So it seems like these are just going to have the gold value then. It's not really going to have, because it's not anything I'm going to say 1913, yeah, it's just gone. So the nice coins, they're beautiful. They'd have to, when I mean perfect, there's no scratch marks, no bag marks. The people who are buying these, uh, put them away that way. But it's something you bring to the store. We'll pay immediately for it. You're going to get a probably around 95% of the gold value. Uh, as gold is right now 1730, you're going to get a probably around 1650, 1675 for these. Okay. okay? Uh, so there, there's your price. If you want to bring it in, we will buy it from you. I promise you. Gold is gold. We'll weigh it. We'll test we it. We love we'll gold. It. We love gold. Uh, thanks for the call. We're going to go to uh, Ch- uh, Chadwick in Toronto. Or Toronto and Chadwick. No, it's Hello? Hi. Hey, how's it going? Good. You've really confused my son here. Are you t- Mr. Toronto or Mr. Chadwick? I'm, my name is Chadwick, but oh. I am, okay. I'm from Toronto. <laughs> okay, we got it figured out. Thanks. Okay. How can we help you? Well, I have uh, three sets of uh, non-sport trading cards. Yep. I've got the, a full set of 1956 Elvis Presley cards. Ooh, the tops and bobbles ones. What kind of condition? Uh mostly in pretty good uh, most in good condition or very good condition some of them are rough because trying to complete a set was difficult yeah 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 okay yeah no that set is uh i've loved if it uh, see if, you, if it's in bad shape 100 200 300 in nice shape it can go up to a thousand bucks but that's right. in nice shape so but sometimes it's what if you have some cards that are really perfect it's worth taking them out it's and not right. leaving with the set because what will happen is the bad cards detract too much from the value. 
Like if you have a graded card from uh, the Elvis set, you can get, um, you know, 40, 50, $75. But in 60 cards into that's about, they're about $10 each in just regular condition. Okay. What other sets do you have? That's a. Uh, I also have a uh, full set of the Marvel trading cards from 66, I think. They're about $500. I love that set. We had to fill yeah. in the little uh, captions. That's right. And yeah, yeah. Were filled in. No, that's even better. They'll probably be in better shape for you. What other set do you have? And my last set is that in 1992, they uh, released an Elvis Presley set. Ten bucks. And what's that? Ten. And it was uh, quite a, I don't know, there were six. Yeah, they were done from Holland or something, yeah. Do you have any of the wrappers from the 56 Elvis or anything like that? Uh, I have, I think I have a few of the wrappers, actually, from the 56 one. So, no, those would be worth more than the cards. I talk about, If you had a box or the, the wrappers, this is something, I'd love to get this, be, if you're going to sell it, I'd love to buy it before the expo. But if you're not in a hurry, we can do it afterwards as well, Okay. Or if you're going to hang on to them. But I have to see the condition of them. Everything comes down to condition with this stuff, okay? Well, with the two older sets, the Marvel set and the the Elvis set, those ones I'd like to hang on to, I think. Okay, you want to hang on to good sets and give me the bad but, uh, ones. The, the 1992 one was quite an ordeal to get a full set. I know, I but just... to unload that. Thank you, but you don't get a lot of money. Yeah, okay. Well, if you do end up wanting to sell the good sets, we can bring those down to our store, too. We're at 10,341 Young Street, and uh, we'd love like to see those. Yeah, but it's going to be worth worth between 500 and 1,000 bucks. Okay, thanks for the call. We're going to go to Richard in Guelph. Hey, Richard? Yeah, hi. How hey. are you doing? Good, how are you? Welcome to the show. Thank you. First-time caller. Oh. Um, I have a set of silverware I've had for, for my mother. Um, it says Burke's Regency Plate. Okay. I have no idea if it's just valuable to throw it out. Depends on the pattern. No, no. It's always good. Um, we, bu- we buy silver plate, okay? We are the biggest buyers of silver plate in the country. Even the scrappers give us the silver plate. Now, what we're looking for, because we actually process it, but as a set, uh, right, this Regency plate, it depends. They made a Louis set. It looks a lot like Louis the Fifteenth, And they made a Queen Anne set. I mean, there's a couple sets of... They worth it's probably worth a hundred to three hundred dollars. Now right. you can throw that out if you want to, no. but I suggest you sell it and spend the money on someone you like. So bring bring it to your shop or what? Yeah. Now it depends on which, how many sets you have, the condition it's in, and which one it is. Okay. Right. Sometimes we mainly buy silver plate by the pound, but some things are more uh, have a value beyond that. Okay. So I have to see it. But uh, all our listeners should know that we buy silver plate. You can add it up. Not a lot, but we don't care if it's uh, the copper showing through. We don't care if it's been monogrammed. We don't. You never have to clean it. Just bring it down to us. We buy silver plate, which is a perfect little segue into this. Where I'm going to about to give the gold and silver prices. Okay, silver plate we buy at three dollars a pound, but your set's worth more than this. Okay, thank you for the call. On uh, gold prices, drum roll. Did I give them yet? No, no. drum rolls. Do we okay. have a I don't think so. Um, 10 karat gold right now is... Um, there was it. We do have a drum there roll. There we got a drum roll. All right. Uh, 10 karat gold right now is 2030 per gram. Okay. <laughs> 14 karat gold is 2725. And 18 karat gold is 1946. 
and your silver dollars are just over $10, and silver is just over 50 cents a gram. Now, I want to make sure the 50 cents a gram, remember that number, because a lot of times you're bringing it downtown or in some of these other places, and they're paying you 30 cents. And you got to say, which is more, 30 cents or 50 cents? And we only care what it weighs. Well, yeah, but like, so we're like, ah, whatever, it's 20 cents. But when you're talking about that many grams, it Yeah, a you can have 1,000 grams, that's $200. Hmm? A lot of people, like, say, getting the second opinion, and part about getting the second opinion is take the higher amount. Okay. Right? Yeah, well, definitely, I would say so. <laughs> Good. Well, I would, th- I would think so. Um, now, <laughs> we should go, before we go to call, I want, okay, do you want to go to call first? No, or, say, say what you got to say. No, I want to... Back about the Sports Card Expo. I want to make sure, because people are going to forget this. Okay? Now, next week, the Sports Card Expo is on the 3rd, which is Friday, the 4th, which is Saturday, and the 5th, which is Sunday. Mm-hmm. Now, on Sunday, it's going to be tough for me to be in two places at one time. But Ric Flair, I'm going to say this because these guys just don't do shows. If you're a wrestling fan, Ric Flair is a big thing. You can get his autograph. You get on a picture. You bring your own item. Or they'll have photos there. Joe Theismann and Phil Esposito, they're the headliners. Plus, Vladimir Guerrero Sr. And I don't think he's ever done a show. Here's a Hall of Famer, Canadian. Like, No, he's not Canadian, but he played in with the Expos. This guy could hit every. I, I once, I swear to God, the ball bounced in front of the plate, and he still got a hit. Yeah, he um, figures that out. Yeah. Robbie Alomar, uh, Steve Rogers, all three hulls. Brett, Dennis, and uh, Bobby, okay? And some of these guys you're not going to see again. Frank Mahovitz, the big M. Pete Stemkowski, he played on that team, 67. Um, Paul Henderson, he's got to be a hero to a lot of people. And we even have to have a Montreal player, so we have Steve Shutt there, mm-hmm. okay? Denny Potvin, um, Willie O'Ree, Reggie Leach, Phil from the Broad Street Bru- Bru- Bruisers or Bullies, uh, Philadelphia, Dale Howardchuck. Okay, I'm going as fast as I can. Wolf Paymont. No, this is important. And all these dealers. Now, if you've got cars to sell me, sell me before the show. Don't have, I'm usually too busy there. I'll buy stuff there, but I'm usually too busy. Okay, go to another Okay, call. speaking of being too busy, let's go to the next call. Uh, we're going to go to Jim and Lindsay. Hello. How are you doing this morning? Good, Jim. Welcome to the show. Uh, I have an opportunity maybe to pick a picture up. It's uh, an original picture, 8x10 of Wayne Gretzky when he played for Seneca National Hockey Team. At Seneca College. That'd be cool. That'd be for a Gretzky fan. Now, I've never seen it, so I don't know, but any Gretzky stuff like that, especially if it's one or two of a kind, you can usually get between two to $500. They'll squawk when they pay, but they'll still buy it. Right. Because right. the Gretzky people are completists. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the Bobby Orr collectors the same way, but Gretzky stuff. Like I say, uh, I mean, people just paid, someone just paid 49000 for one of his for one of his rookie cards. Right, right. So well, they'll pay 49000 huh? That's when he was a kid, about 16 years old, playing for Seneca College, standing there in the uniform. That'd be kind of cool, but it depends on how many they make, because by that time uh, he's a pretty star. Uh, one and only. If it's a one and only, and you got the story behind it, remember, the item counts, but the story behind it counts even more sometimes, okay? Yeah, because the guy I worked for there, he was the guy who discovered Wayne Gretzky as a kid. And really? He used to be the OHA junior A, whatever, B, whatever. I'm not a hockey fan, uh, convener. You still so connected he, he, with him? It's nice to get the story about it. Then you get something written by him and get this done. It yeah. sounds like a nice item. Mm-hmm. And it'd be something if you have something like this. Uh, um, 
like I say, a lot of people like him with the Oilers. I have one of his programs when first one of his first uh, junior, uh, not he, I think he was a midget at the time, right. playing one of those programs. I'm getting a thousand dollars for that. So your yeah. picture's got to be for five hundred dollars. Well, that's the same thing. I can get this thing signed by him, you know, if I can get this picture off of these people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're running out of time. Okay. Thanks. I want everyone to see us next week at the, the Sports Card Expo and remember Aberfoyle Antique Market on Highway 6, my friend down at Coppicent's Corners. I mean, this is the time of year people look out and they want to, this kind of weather, people think about buying stuff. Buying stuff for the patio. My friend at Clapperson Corners has a lot of outdoor stuff. He's not your regular antique shop, okay? You can say, Paul sent you. Try and get a deal. He'll smile. He won't give you a deal. But, no, he might give you one. But go ask for Ron at Clapperson's Corners or go see my friends up at uh, the Aberfoyle Antique Market. Bogey, you got anything to say? Well, I got to say that it was, a, you know, the show kind of flew by. And with the, even with the nice weather, we still a lot of people calling in. It was a great show, but if you do want to bring your stuff in and you want to bring it to our store, we are at 10,341 Young Street. Uh, we are at Young and Major McKenzie. The number to contact is 905-737-4653. That is the daytime number that we have for the store. And just call ahead of time if you do want to see me or my dad and give me an appraisal on some of the items. Thank you for letting us into your home today. Thank you, Sebastian. Thank you, Moses, for putting us on the air. Thanks, everyone. Have a good weekend. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.